Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Hey, what's up and welcome to Hashtag Lakers, brought to you by Hoopheads Network and Dash Radio. I'm Yo Legazzo. I'm joined by John Webb Legazzo, and we'd like to welcome back J.J. Rivera on the show today. He covers both the Lakers and the Miami Heat, uh, being a contributor to Fansided's The Lake Show Life and host of the 305 Culture Show. Um, hey, J.J., welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back, man. Um, it's been, what, this is my third time here. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting pretty familiar with you guys. Thanks for having me, really. Yeah, no problem. We're, we're uh, excited to have you back, especially given the topic that we're going to have today. Um, so let's go ahead and just go through the the agenda. You know, we, we want to quickly react to the Lakers' loss against the Brooklyn Nets and what we can take away from that game. On the next segment, uh, with, you know, with AD out and as well as Schroeder for health and safety protocols, for him, we, we want to talk about who needs to step up uh, to help LeBron and the Lakers win some games here while AD is out. Uh, and then on the latter end of the show, we want to preview the, you know, this regular season finals rematch, right? Against the Miami Heat, you know, Lakers versus the Heat. Um, and so that's why we brought JJ along here. And I think we're, it's going to be a good show. So um, let's go ahead and start with the the lost the, the, the game that we lost against the Nets. Um, what do you guys think of the game? So first of all, LeBron James becomes the youngest player to 35,000 points and what could have, um, should have, and would have been a statement win for MVP uh, really became a one-sided three point thrashing by Brooklyn. And, and uh, without Kevin Durant. So, I don't know, guys. It, it's great 
to be a defensive-minded team, but shots, especially wide-open shots, really need to drop. Yeah, I'm going to say, well, my first thought from this game was, was not a Laker, but was a net, and it was Joe Harris. That guy was scorching hot last night, and he, the entire net team shot very well, and a very concerning trend that has been brewing ever since AD went down. When LeBron sits, the Laker offense plummets, and it's and it's some uh, something that can as a cause for concern. Maybe the Lakers should look should should do some soul searching and see who can step fill that void as a secondary playmaker with Schroeder now out due to self health and safety protocols, and AD out at least until the All Star break. Right. And and it's going to be very difficult, right, for the Lakers to win if they're unable to get any three-point production from their, you know, pro- specialists. Uh, but I think even with all this, it's not it's not panic time yet. You're right. You're right. No, uh, for sure not. I mean, look, like you guys mentioned, we shot 26% from deep. That's that's really bad. And actually, we're 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 90. <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> that's true that's true uh bad bad is an understatement you're right um we're 19th in the league uh shooting from deep um i don't know uh it's just it was watching the game i felt like our offense was such a disaster like like you mentioned jj when when lebron sat it was a disaster not enough ball movement it was just bad shot selection after bad sh- shot selection um you know we we were and LeBron touched on this the uh, in the post game like we were playing to what a, the opponent wanted you know we were playing iso ball right. that's not our game we, we don't have you know players who can play iso um i mean to some extent you know uh what's his name um Trez can do it and 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 Schroeder but Schroeder wasn't playing uh, and i don't i don't even want to go with with uh, go down that rabbit hole of talking about why Schroeder had to miss that game. I'm kind of disappointed that he did, um, but I get it. I don't. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe just contact contact tracing. Who knows what's going on there? Um, but um, you know, I feel like even though we we lost this game, there's there's some a few things that um, that uh, we can take out of this in a positive way, right? What do you guys think? I mean, the, the Nets make 18 out of 39, and I think we only made six threes. That's really the difference, like JJ was saying. So really, no matter how dominant you are inside, it's it's a basic arithmetic problem, right? Three-pointers are worth more than two-pointers. So we got we got to figure out how to be more consistent out, out deep. Yeah, and I also want to mention Lakers – they only had three more turnovers than the Nets, but still 16 turnovers is a lot of turnovers to have in the game. And actually, the Lakers got more points off turnovers, and they still couldn't break the 100-point mark. So I think that should be a cause of, for concern to your offense. As you said, it's a basic arithmetic, arithmetic problem. When, you're, when the other team makes 10 more three-pointers than you do, you are probably going to lose that game. And if you have have that many turnovers, then you are going to pro- probably lose that game too. So com- combine those two 
those two things and you can and you're going to have a bad offensive game. So so let me ask you guys this. Should the Lakers be worried about the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, I, I'm going to stick to the answer that I, I said when, you know, Harden first got to uh, to Brooklyn, right? If everyone's healthy, you know, I, I'll take the Lakers in six. But if we're, we're in shambles like this, you know, and we have to kind of pick up where, where AD and Schroeder uh, drop off, then it's going to be really hard. But then again, the Nets also didn't have Kevin Durant. So you got to kind of balance the the scales there a little bit. I'm actually going to agree with that, but with everybody healthy, I'm still picking the Lakers in seven. It's good. I would say if, listen, we're assuming a lot here. We're assuming that the Sixers cannot beat the Nets or and that the Lakers stay healthy and that AD comes back and he doesn't have any problems with his Achilles, which... I would. I am actually very concerned with that because Achilles are no joke. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. And he and he should take all the rest that he needs in order to be ready for the playoffs. But I still think with everybody healthy, as currently constructed, each each team, I'll take the Lakers. However, I think that the Nets, they have something up their sleeve to to stock up on their center rotation because their center rotation is abysmal. Uh, you cannot start. Jeff Green is not a viable championship center. And they have a lot of firepower. They have the, I don't know if, probably after the Warriors, I think I've never seen a team with as much firepower as they have on the floor. You can have three elite scores on the floor at all at all times, and you can have one of them every time. So, yep. yeah, it's going to be it's tough, but the Lakers have the championship defense, and they have a really good offense whenever AD is on the floor alongside LeBron. So I think the Lakers should be worried if they are not healthy. But then again, every contending team should be worried about the Nets because when they're clicking, they look almost unbeatable. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree with with, with those statements. I mean, uh, the the game last night, it, it, it was weird to start off with right i mean we had you guys mentioned that katie was out uh um ad schroeder was out um so those are uh you know ad and schroeder are two of your top three scorers in the lakers so i mean and they're your two uh of your starters as well so i i don't know i don't know how much we can take out of this game it's hard to really get it get anything out of it um except for we saw you know some some of what um, the Brooklyn Nets are are made out of, right? And I think, look, I'm not ready to throw in the towel just yet. We're not here to hang a rafter uh, for them yet. I think they are legitimate contenders. Um, and I think really, um, and uh, like I think Kyrie had had something to say, had said something like that, uh, you know, when when we're fully healthy, when everyone's fully healthy, we'll see. We'll see what happens because, it's really hard to take anything out of this game, uh, this loss from from the Nets. But uh, I'm not going to make excuses, 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 right? But uh, um, I think I think we'll see come playoff time. Um, even if 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 the Lakers or the Nets even make it to the finals, who's the, who's the better team? Who's going to uh, win it out um, on a seven game series? 
But uh, all right, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll talk about, uh, you know, we might get a little bit critical uh, on some of our players here, but uh, some some of our players have been underperforming. So uh, we want to talk about who needs to step up to help LeBron James and the Lakers win some of these games while AD and Schroeder are out. So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with JJ and John Webb. Um, all right, so so on this segment, we like we said, we might get a little critical about some of our guys here, right? Um, and it's done so with a lot of love, right? For me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm not freaking out a lot about this because I know that we'll be locked in and ready come playoff time. Hopefully we're all healthy. But with that said, moving forward until AD... Um, and as well as Schroeder until they come back. And, and I know coach Vogel touched on this, that, you know, while, while LeBron is doing great and even, even becoming uh, a top MVP candidate this year, um, our other players need to step up. Um, so let me throw these out to you guys, you know, who on our squad has been kind of underperforming and um, you feel needs to step it up in these next four weeks while AD is out. I don't know how long Schroeder was up. will be out, but who do you think needs to step up, step up a little bit? You know, I, I would say everyone, right? Uh, everyone needs to step up and take ownership of their play and this team. But we talked about this before in our preseason episode, right? Health is going to be the key this season uh, amid the COVID-19 pandemic. That's just how it works. The Lakers are the best team in the NBA when everyone is healthy. But if you're going to be asking me about specifics, for me, 
it has to be Kyle Kuzma and Montrezl Harrell. Kuzma has been phenomenal, aggressive, and just letting the game come to him. Um, and, you know, he had a double-double the other night. So he needs to continue that. Montrez, you know, we always talk about it here, is a subtle beast. He's a double-double guy. But when a game like Brooklyn comes along, where he can absolutely dominate inside if he's aggressive, that needs to happen. He had zero free throw attempts that night. And I think that has less to do with officiating and more to do with Trez's reluctance to engage down low. And I think that had to do a lot with uh, um, the Nets' uh, strategy against him. And they, they really pitted him against DeAndre Jordan, who's a little bit taller than him, well, a lot taller than him. Um, and um, so I, I don't know. I, I feel like he Trez does need to step up in those kinds of games. Um, uh, you know, he was kind of talking himself up a little bit, right, with that elephant con- uh, comment the other day against Minnesota. Um, so I don't know. I think I think he just needs to um, – I don't know. He, I feel like he was in, – in the Nets game, he was doing a lot of ISO mid-range shots. Um, I think we need to stop feeding him that the ball in that, in, in that instance and just, you know – um, let him work it, uh, do his thing around the paint. That's where he thrives the most um, with Trez. Uh, I like your comment on Kuz. Um, Alex Regla just published uh, one, uh, one of his throwdowns today. He mentioned that, you know, quote, among, among forwards who played in at least 500 minutes this year, no player is rebounding at a higher percentage of their teammates' misses more than Kyle Kuzma. So, you know, I, I have, I'm trying to have no hate for Kuzma because he's been really great this year and I'm not sure how much more we can ask him uh, to do. Right. Like he's, he, uh, he I felt like he was getting exhausted down the stretch with all that he was doing uh, on both ends of the court. So I don't know. Um, I wasn't hating. I was just telling him to keep doing his thing. No, I know. Just I keep know. doing it. I know. I'm talking about about Laker fans out there who keep hating on Kuz. Got to stop the slander, man. He's doing great. <laughs> He's doing his best out there. He's like providing so much energy and hustle out there, man. Yeah, I was just telling him to play his game. <laughs> wow, there are still people hating on Kuz. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Oh, man. It's crazy. I really, I really like his effort. He's become... And actually a really good defender at his position. Yep. And I'm going to say to answer your question about who needs to step up, I'm going to have to side. I'm not going to say Kuz because he has been doing a little bit of everything. That's his best role. But I'm going to say Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell, we have seen that he's capable of being a really good offensive player. He's averaging less two less free throw attempts per game than he did the previous season in which he won six man of the year. And I believe that if he can contribute a bit more on offense, the Lakers can be better in AD's absence. And whenever Schroeder gets from, from the health and safety protocols. Yeah. And, and listen, there, there has to be a reason that Montrez only played 15 minutes that game. It's crazy, but uh, people or players like uh, Caruso, 
players like uh, THT, Wesley Matthews, are playing more than the reigning sixth man of the year. That's crazy to me, right? So there has to be a reason why he only got 15 minutes. I don't know if it's because uh, the coaching staff, uh, you know, saw some sort of uh, a, sh a shift with Brooklyn or if uh, it was a matchup problem, but he needs to be more aggressive and uh, give the, the coaching staff the warm and fuzzy that he can produce. There we go, the warm and fuzzy. Um, and I might get hate on this. Um, I know we mentioned Trez, we mentioned Kuz. Really no problem with Kuz, but I think another person that needs to step it up, and like I said, I might get hate on this because he was, he was the third best player uh, in the in, in our postseason run last season, and that's KCP. Uh, hey, no hate, no hate. Look, look, I'm not trying to, but he's shooting 26 from three from deep from deep in February. I know it's midseason; it's probably just a slump. He, he had he went through this last season, so I'm not too overly worried. But with AD gone. I just need him to turn the switch on right now because we need his threes. <laughs> I mean, you, you you said it well. He's been shooting pretty bad in February. Start off scorching hot, and teams started keying on, on him. They they are starting to stick him stick more with him. If if running if you run off the ball actions, teams are are more concerned with with his shooting and that's going to lead to a drop off a a slump can can also is not out of the question also but i think it's more to do with scheme teams are trying to take away or trying to take away his three-point shooting and you know if you have a, a defender on you all the time you're going to miss those shots and if they stop feeding you the ball because you're you're being constantly defended then you're going to start losing rhythm. And whenever you're open, those shots might fall less often than they did. Yeah. And, and teams don't have to worry uh, as much about the inside uh, when AD was there or when Shooter was there where you can get penetration. So they're able to, to key in on our, on our guys out in the wings more. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a great, that's a great point, JJ and, and John Webb. Um, so, but let me ask you this, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about some of these guys that need to step up, but uh, let me ask you really quickly. Uh, there were some trade rumors, right? Uh, more rumors than really anything uh, of a real report, but, uh, you know, there was some, some links to Drummond, to Blake Griffin, Mobamba, Denzel Valentine. Uh, more rumors, right, than actual reports. But nevertheless, I think it's an important conversation, no matter, um, you know, how, how people dismiss it, but should the Lakers try to acquire someone for some help here while AD is out? What do you guys think? I'm going to go with the a McKay answer. If, if the price is right. What is that? The McKay answer? That's okay. the McKay answer to everything. <laughs> Depends. Depends if the price is right. And <laughs> I say that because any of those trades are going to include Kyle Kuzma right now, who arguably is the one stepping up for our team right now. I would actually su not suggest a trade. I would actually wait for the buyout market to develop. Thank the you. Buyout market, the buyout market this year should be strong. It all depends on where Andre Drummond ends up, if he ends up getting traded or bought out. 
that salary of his is very hard to trade for a player of his caliber. Mm-hmm. So I believe in the end he's, or unless the Raptors report turns out to be true that they're they're really trying to get him, then I guess he ends out he ends up on the market, and then the buyout market, excuse me. And then you really have he's gonna want to play for a contender, so you you have the and the Lakers, maybe the Clippers, unless some other dark horse team like it's been reported that the Miami Heat are a dark horse team for him. But you know, right now we don't. I don't think that he should trade for should trade any pieces for him because he would be a a, a would be a fit nightmare along with him alongside Bam. Sure, sure. But I I I suggest I think that the best course of action for the Lakers is to wait for the buyout market to develop because I think you guys should not part with any of your assets unless a really really good guy becomes available, which then I think. Other teams would probably outbid you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I think I think we all have the same concerns here. That you know, with with a trade scenario, you're really going to cut into the Lakers' depth, and um, we don't really. I don't really want to do that. Um, you know, the, our depth depth is really one of our strengths this season. And you know, if we if we try to acquire someone like Blake Griffin or Mo Bamba, we might have to, you know. We're depleting the depth that, that we have. And like you said, John Webb Kuzma might be on that deal. And I don't know if I want to, I don't, I don't know if I want to go with that deal. Right. I don't know if that's a smart choice. Um, I agree with JJ that the buyout is probably the most perfect scenario for, for the Lakers right now in terms of trying to add a guy if they, if they choose to. Um, so, but uh, I guess we'll see. I mean, like I said, for trade now, no, I definitely would hesitate on a trade, but buyout, I, I'd wait, like like JJ said. But um, all right, guys, um, let's go ahead and take our last break here. And when we come back, we will talk about this upcoming game uh, against the Heat. So stay tuned, and we'll talk to you in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with John Webb and JJ. And on this uh, last segment of the show, we're going to preview the Lakers versus Heat matchup. Uh, this is the first meeting, right, since the finals. So this is this should be a fun game. Obviously, there's a few notable injuries, right, and DNPs for this game. 
But um, uh, honestly, I haven't really followed the Heat as much this season and how they're looking. And, and this is why I brought JJ to the show. Um, JJ, help us, help me, our listeners understand uh, how the Heat are doing here and, and how uh, the Lakers will fare against this team come tip off. Yeah, JJ, tell us all the secrets. Tell us how to beat your team. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> if you want to know the secrets to beating the team, it's actually not that hard to beat the team right now. Because if I could summarize the Heat season in one sentence, I mentioned it before the show. I would just say sad. Sad because we have yet, we've barely seen this team play with everybody uh, on healthy. You've got Jimmy Butler missing 10 games due to sell health and safety protocols. Avery Bradley as well. And then Avery Bradley went, went down with an injury. Later, Grant Drogic, who was having a pretty good season, goes down with an ankle sprain. And Tyler Hero misses some games due to a next strain. And, you know, Myers Leonard, who was not, he didn't, he played like 25 minutes all season and now he's out for the season. And you have a team that, you know, was touted to be a team that was going to have really strong chemistry. The two, they only had two, three additions with, with or drafting of Precious Achua and the signings of Mo Harkless and Avery Bradley. And, you know, this is a team that has barely played together all season long. And, you know, it's it's been it's been a bit hard to watch. They won on a four-game winning streak, but then they proceeded to lose two heartbreaking games against the Clippers and the Warriors. And I should say that Clippers game, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were not playing. So Marcus Morris decided to become the latest random opposing player to get a hot hand and be and kill us from beyond the arc and become and have the spirit of, of Bernard King overtake him. <laughs> so I, I, feel, I feel like the, so that happens to, to the heat, to the heat nation as well, huh? When a random player from an opposing team who is below, you know, who doesn't have their superstars or below 500 team, right? Just some random guy completely destroys us. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, we should call it the Malik Monk award. Is that what it is? <laughs> I think it it's, he has been the worst offender this season. And again, that in that Hornets game, Malik Monk became prime Ray Allen and he could not miss. He had, <laughs> right. a, he had a career night against the Miami heat and it was a game that we should have won, but we lost hmm. and it sucked. Yeah. And, and what's crazy is Charlotte is, you know, part of your conference. And um, I think, I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're, they're atop that conference now. And it's, they're, they're an interesting team, but you know, if you were to end a regular season now and seat the playoffs, yeah, the, the heat, you know, sadly aren't even going to be anywhere near, near eighth place. Um, but honestly, don't, no. don't let that fool you, right? This, this no. game is going to be fantastic. It's going to be feisty because it is a rematch. And you know, the, the Lakers are relatively terrible at home, but I guess the heat are terrible on the road too. So I don't know. It's 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 like injury versus injury, like terrible. <laughs> Ter- like, yeah, just crazy. I mean, eighties absence absolutely benefits this the the Heat team. 
And sure. I, I, I don't, I don't like saying that a player being injured if it's another team, but hey, it's the nature of the game. With another player out, the Heat have a really big, are really benefiting from that absence because right now the Heat don't have a lot of big bodies to counter whatever another big team. We saw Julius Randle, even though the Heat ended up winning that game, Julius Randle, who is having a fantastic season, by the way, Julius Randle destroyed us, destroyed us in the first Knicks game in New York. And the, re- the rebounding is atrocious by Miami. They are second to last in the in the league in terms of rebounding. They're 29th. They, are, they average one more rebound than the last place Toronto Raptors. They average 50 rebounds a game, and the Raptors average 49. The rim protection can be a bit of an issue, so I guess LeBron will have plenty of driving lanes to the basket because whenever Bam sits down, Bam's a really good rim protector, but whenever Bam mm-hmm. sits down, Precious Achua has struggled a bit. You know, he's been going through a bit of a rough patch here in January. I guess he's hit the rookie wall. Other than right. that, he was mm-hmm. he was actually pretty good. But in February, he has really struggled. He can the he cannot grab any rebounds. Other teams grab offensive rebounds galore against them. Kelly Olenek is our next option at center. Mm-hmm. And as has been well documented in my show, I do not like him. He's a <laughs> he, he, no disrespect to the man, but he's the ultimate feast or famine player. Right. He can either be scorching hot or he can be absolutely terrible. He cannot <laughs> defend the he cannot defend the rim at all. And that's just how he he has always been that way throughout his career. I remember seeing him early in Boston when he started his career. He could not grab a rebound to save his life. And due to that inability to grab a rebound, Kevin Love ended up with oh, he almost pulled Kevin Love's arm off. And I don't know <laughs> if you guys remember that, but I will say the Heat have a really bad offense. They're in the bottom five in terms of offensive rating. The Lakers have the best defense in the league. However, the Miami Heat have really improved on defense with Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler coming back. Whenever he's on the floor, the Heat have the best defense in the NBA. And Jimmy Butler, I'm sure that Jimmy and Bam will be looking at this game and they'll they, they've been having it circle in their calendar all season long. Sure. They right. they're they're very competitive guys, but so I expect this team this game to be really fun. Yeah, I think so too. I think also, you know, um you've been kind of bad mouthing your your team here, the Heat. But I think but I think uh without AD to protect our the, the rim right. I mean we still have Trez and we still have Marcus Gasol, but they're not AD. Right. I think I would expect the Heat to really attack the rim, either to take it to the rack or um, uh, driving kick it to one of their shooters, whether it's going to be Duncan Robinson or or uh, Tyler Hero. So um, I think it's going to be a fun matchup. Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting glimpses of, of the Heat or the, the finals um, seven game series as, as we're talking about this. And I know we're completely different story situation different team now really for both of us i know we still have some of our core players for both of the teams but i feel like um i think i don't know i think it's going to be a fun game to kind of go back and see you know how much has changed since you know just a few months ago honestly um and uh see where these teams are um head to head um i don't know it'll be interesting to see i will say before 
I would John. Something you mentioned that I've been bat mouthing the Heat. It's true, but here's something that I think the Lakers should be worried about. Whenever Jimmy's on the floor, again, a lot of Jimmy because Jimmy is the main driving force behind this team. Whenever Jimmy's on the floor, the half court offense flows. He gets to the free throw line at free throw line at will. That forces the defense to collapse the paint, which opens up the the three point line for Duncan Robinson, who is one of the five best shooters in the league. And and off Duncan Robinson's off the ball action, all forces the defense to pay a lot of attention to him, which opens up driving lanes for Jimmy and for Ben. So I think the Heat half court offense, whenever Jimmy's on the floor, can be really good. And without Anthony Davis to patrol the paint and switch out to the perimeter. I think the Lakers could have a bit of trouble in that regard. Yeah, I would agree. And, and really the heat are coming off a game against Sacramento where five of their players not named Jimmy Butler scored in double figures. And Jimmy, he, he did have a silent triple double. Double And, you know, what JJ was saying is right. When Jimmy's on the floor, this team is a legitimate three-level offensive team. You know, they can light you up from deep, harass you from the elbow, shift and space and pin your defense to really hammer you down low. Um, And, yeah, this game is going to be fun and it's going to be kind of a gauge of where we can be, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, right before the All-Star break. Hopefully for us. The Lakers win, but I know you're hoping for the G- to win, JJ. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I hope they do well because I actually think the Heat will win because they've they're angry. They might. They might. <laughs> they're angry and they just came off a win, so maybe they yeah. discovered some some confidence within them. And the Lakers, I'm not gonna say they're reeling, but they we are. Unless Schroeder comes back, we're no, struggling. we are. Unless Schroeder, I mean, we're honestly struggling. Um, but we'll see. Momentum's a real thing in the in basketball, and you know the yeah. Heat are. You know, if they play uh, us like they did Sacramento, I mean, there's just. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that they can play you guys as well as they did Sacramento because Sacramento literally has the worst defense in the NBA. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. So, that's true. but we we do offense. sometimes. We yeah, I mean, the Nets game was. Really we did bad. against the Nets. It was. Really hey, well, bad. every any no defense can hold up against that Nets offense. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I'm interested to see um, what kind of adjustments Vogel makes um, coming off of that uh, Nets game. I know we also had a practice today. Um, they ran some some sets. Um, so I just really, I just need. The Lakers to stop playing ISO ball, <laughs> stop being we so stagnant, do. and and you got to move around a little bit, man. Move the ball around, have a bit, you know, good shot selection. You got you got to think about that in the offense. So I just want that. I know their defense is going to be just fine. Um, you know, they always bring it. Um, it just it's just a matter of offense. Can we create enough shots um, for the other players if LeBron James is not on the, the court? So uh, we'll see. I'm interested to see uh, what kind of adjustments the coaching staff makes here against the Heat. Um, but guys, I think that does it for today. Uh, JJ, uh, thanks for joining the show again. Appreciate you always hopping on. 
yeah, thanks for having it having me i had a really fun time talking to you guys yeah man yeah man we'll, we'll definitely have to have you back on again sometime soon here but uh guys um thanks for tuning in today um we're available uh on dash radio apple podcast spotify iheart radio and many other listening platforms and uh do us a favor and and head on over to apple podcast subscribe and give us a five-star review we'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews it'll help us continue to produce this show you can also follow us on twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on instagram at hashtag lakers to get the latest lakers news um guys with that said have a great day root for the lakers and we'll talk to you guys next time Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.